What up, East High? Hey, East High. How's it going? We're back. Talking about High School Musical one minute at a time. We're Wildcat Minute. Ooh, that's who we are. That's our that's our collective name. Uh, who are we individually? Well, that's our, our show name. Our collective name oh, is our... Amateur Nerds. Oh, and our individual names are... Condra. And Tyler. And today we are talking about Minute 39 of High School Musical, which starts out with Sharpay screaming and ends with Sharpay like a lion on Pride Rock, overlooking her kingdom. <laughs> Her domain. Everything that the light touches is well. Technically, it's a uh, the, the wildcat rock or something. What like because they're wildcats, not lions. Yeah, I I are th- our, our, our wild wildcats. I mean, lions are wildcats because wildcat well, is not a specific species. I think wildcat does refer more specifically to like you know whatever species of large cats lives in the like the Rocky Mountains or somewhere. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I think that statue that we had seen earlier was more like a cougar or a puma or something like that. I'm going to look up a wild cat and see what it says. That's what I just did, too. And it's coming out with all these different regional variations of wild cats. But lions okay. are coming up. So I, I stand with my, my pride rock. Okay, that's okay. And you know, when they say wildcats everywhere, throw your hands up in the air. They mean, yeah, all different sorts of wildcats, I guess. Absolutely. Collectively. We are a collective. Everyone is a wildcat. Except for domestic cats. Yes. That's West High's. (laughs) (laughs) They're the West High Knights, actually. West High Knights. Would be funny if they were the West High domestic cats. (laughs) That would be funny. So you want to talk about Minute 39? I would love to. There's a lot to talk about in this minute. Indeed, there is. So let's start off with Sharpay's scream that comes after callback. It's very high pitched. It's very high pitched. She's got like her hands kind of close to her mouth with her fingers, and she's kind of like fanning herself a little while she's screaming. Yes, the subtitles say hyperventilating afterwards because she's breathing very deeply. What I really enjoy about all of this, though, is the music that's going on in the background, because it's got this, like, psycho strings-esque <laughs> thing going on. Yeah. Well, and then, so yeah, when we cut into the, the school, right, because we were just talking about last minute, we have this kind of fun zoom out, and then we cut into the school, and we get, a like, a repeat repetition of the zoom out, which kind of just... Mm-hmm emphasizes it puts a button on kind of the idea that like oh these things are connected these like this is the same emotion again so i it's it's not like a it's not like a match cut where like you know like we've talked about before when like the principals shot the ball into the hoop and then we cut to the ball going into the hoop in the court that's that's like a match cut for real but like the parallel shot is kind is like a similar effect i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah and her scream is very loud (laughs) It is indeed. I'm surprised Ryan doesn't do any like ear flincher covering his because they did that <laughs> for the t- opera singer earlier. He's too focused on trying to read this poster. Oh my gosh, Ryan is thinking so hard. <laughs> you <laughs> well, can that, see the wheels turning in his head. And that's the question. Does Ryan have to like read this out loud in order to read it? Maybe Sharpay like is trying to figure out how it happened and she over she like reacts very strongly to like this sheer shock and ryan's first reaction is confusion like they didn't audition why is their name there our name is there that makes sense but 
why are these other people like having this like cyclical thought pattern of how does this how did this happen i'm confused what's going on he's reading it aloud one last time to be sure that what he read is right um yeah something that you read it slowly to make sure the words sound right when you like hear them in your in your ears in addition to when you kind of read them with your eyes although Mm -hmm. i will say one thing sharpay is not reacting only to the fact that troy and gabriella got a call back which is kind of what we thought earlier. She's reacting to the fact that Sharpay and Ryan have a callback and weren't just automatically cast. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. She's used to not even having having to bother with a callback. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, she's a, that's so, a downgrade for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's so good that it doesn't, like, she doesn't need to have a callback. Why would they waste her time with a callback? Yeah. And so, yeah, Ryan reads out the names and... Is, is it now that they say they didn't even audition? Yeah. Yeah. Sharpay is like, they didn't even audition. <laughs> Which is fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I'd, I'd be pretty peeved too. like thinking about like it. I mean, I didn't do drama, but I did sports. And it was like, if I was trying out for like the pitcher of my team and then this other person was just like the starting pitcher, I'd be like, where the heck did they come from? I thought I was like, I'd be annoyed. <laughs> Well, the problem is these tryouts were like a one-day affair. Normally, sports tryouts are like multiple day-long things. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So then we get this this delightful thing where Ryan asks if they're being punked. Yeah, I think this is really, other than like their clothing, this is kind of the first thing that has really stood out as dating it very much to the mid-2000s. Like he even says, are we going to see Asher? Or uh, excuse me, Ashton. Ashton, yeah. If you don't know who that's referring to, that's Ashton Kutcher, who used to host a show called Punked on, it was MTV, I think. Yeah, I just looked it up. Okay, you want to do that? MTV, yeah. MTV too, yeah. So yeah, MTV back in like the mid 2000s when MTV had like done even less, had even less of a pivot away from music videos to reality TV. Um, This was kind of, you know, one of the first like reality TV shows that kind of put their foot in that door, I guess, probably. Yeah. And it, the the point of the show is, like, putting these normal people in these scenarios that... Well, not normal people, celebrities. Oh, so does Ryan think he's a celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think the idea crosses over in his mind. But, yeah, punked, P-U-N-K apostrophe D. And, and it is kind of a comedy pull for people to be like, am I being punked right now? Like, if something unbelievable is happening, you kind of Definitely. say that. And it's kind of like kind of like a joke. But Ryan means it in earnest. <laughs> he was like, are we being filmed? Is Ashton Kutcher going to watch out, walk out right now? I think, yeah, that the the colloquial nature of are we being punked really kind of set in in the 2000s. I like, remember hearing that in other shows and TV, like... That was. I mean, people will even still say it now. Like, yeah, I think it's not a dead pull. But it is also like you have to have already known. Like younger kids, like younger than us, we're probably right at the cusp of the punked reference. Yeah, because like I didn't watch it as a kid; I was too young. Yeah, fair enough. But I, I still feel like you know, the the phrase in general, like if you look, like if you look at an online dictionary or something, it might still say punked like being tricked or like pranked or something like it's it's a synonym for pranked essentially in in the modern lexicon is what i would say 
Which is why yeah. when Ryan first said it, I was like, hmm, maybe he's just like saying punk to like, it's a weird thing to say, like definitely a very specific mid-2000s reference. And then when he said, is Ashton going to come out? I'm like, oh, okay, this is specifically a dated reference. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a definition in Urban Dictionary, so. Yeah, well, Urban Dictionary. While, while a good source for, you know, colloquialisms that are, you know, very very new and not necessarily going to be in the dictionary. I would say punked might be like the next level up where like even your kind of mid-tier dictionaries might have recognized this kind of meaning. Yeah, but I was just curious if, because like I find Urban Dictionary is very up with modern slang. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I love and this idea that Ryan's like, are we being filmed? And I'm like, that is a great (laughs) meta line. Like, Oh, true. That's funny. <laughs> it, it's meta in a very like subtle way that works both in context. But if you're like looking at it from like our perspective where we're looking at it closely, it's a very funny pull. Well, yeah, and they don't do like a line, like a like a look to camera. Like, am I being filmed right now? Yeah. <laughs> like they would do in a Kevin Smith movie or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and, and then Chad, Chad and, and the basketball boys walk up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chad goes, hey, what's wrong? And he, like, puts his hand on Sharpay's shoulder and, like, looks very concerned. Like, what we've seen of their communication before would not lead me to think that Chad could just go up to Sharpay and, like, put his hand on her shoulder and be like, hey, what's going on? Like, well, I don't think he's saying, hey, what's going on in, like, a comforting way. He's kind of, like, ready to pile on to whatever she's dealing with and maybe bully her a little bit more. But the hand on the shoulder is very compassion it's not i don't know right. it read this, differently yeah. okay I, I believe you i i didn't i didn't look at the specifics of that that gesture so i'm with you okay and then chad you know his eyes kind of focus as he's reading the paper and he goes like his his nostrils start to flare he, he doesn't look super angry but it does kind of read as like he's about to go smack troy he's definitely peeved <laughs> like he is <laughs> If if Troy was in his company right now, there would be screaming happening. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, I mean, we've talked about how like unrealistic this movie is in the sense that like, you know, you know, some sometimes people are like clicky and exclusive. But, you know, in general, like you would let your friends do whatever interests them and like pursue pursue what like pursue different things without kind of, you know, getting angry and like the, the these kind of strict social circles are you know are possible in high schools but i feel like they're a a bit exaggerated in this movie where i feel like chad would be like oh troy like i didn't know you did that like is that something you're interested in and like what about our basketball team like is this gonna get in the way but i feel like he wouldn't be mad he would just be like more confused yeah i think the only the only reason chad could be mad right now is that they've talked about it a couple times already and troy still like maybe he's feeling unheard because he has expressed to troy a couple times like hey this basketball like championship means a lot to a lot of people and you're our captain and coach has talked about 100 percent focus and like you seem to be contradictory and not respectful of your the people that you've put your commitment to like it 
it, I could definitely read it as Troy reneging his kind of commitment to the team and like going back against his friend because Chad has been a lifelong friend of his and being like, hey, maybe I don't care about you anymore. And like, if this is how Chad is finding out, like, I would probably be a little angry too. Like, oh, I apparently don't have this friend anymore. And like, that's super annoying. Like, what the heck? I, I respect that take. It's very thoughtful and nuanced. But I also think more of it is Chad being like, ew, theater kids are weird. Well, yeah, there's definitely that. And <laughs> um, he talks more about that much later. So we'll, we'll yeah. get there. And then, yeah, Chad walks away and Sharpay kind of walks off in disgust and everyone's kind of left standing there. And then we cut to the cafeteria area where Sharpay is still kind of being mad. Yeah. Just before we go to the cafeteria, though, um, I really enjoyed all the background extras that were like looking over and like kind of giggling at Sharpay for like being really upset. And there was especially one prominent one that was like some girl and she like points and laughs like it's <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, they- I, I did notice that the extras were very like fun looking, like felt realistic. Yeah. For like sometimes a crowd of people walks up to you in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the cafeteria, the same thing. There are a lot of extras in this scene, too. And they are they have a lot going on with them. But as yeah. we transition to the cafeteria, the music starts to play and you hear these kind of like at, at beats. I don't quite know the yeah, right word. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of this, you know, this preemptive music. I mean, I happen to know we're coming up on a song just because of our our scheduling schedule. <laughs> Nice. But but it does definitely feel like the prelude for like when you're in a play and you're like, oh, a song's about to start, but we're still in dialogue for another minute or so. Yeah. But the song will start eventually. Eventually, it'll go just from dialogue to singing for no reason. Yep. In very classic music musical style. And so, yes, we're in the cafeteria at this table of presumably the, the drama, the drama click club group. I think club is the right word. They call it a club, so. Yeah, well, sometimes, like, you know, the people you sit at a lunch table with isn't necessarily, like, the exact membership of the club, but I I mean, I know what you mean. So Sharpay is angry and is pacing and starts to talk with Ryan about how how dare they she's already picked the color of her dressing room they have not asked for their permission to be in the drama club or she has not so referring to gabriella specifically has not asked permission to be in the drama club and that's a weird line because that is kind of referencing the idea of like well is it permission to like be be in the drama club because you don't need permission to audition like anyone can audition but darbus even said anyone is welcome to audition like so is it permission to like be your friends like that's not or because it's a callback and if she were to get the role like then she is is she the leader of drama club then like if she's the lead in the musical does that mean, I mean she's in charge of the drama like technically no but that might be how Sharpay interprets it yeah <laughs> something about how some Sharpay says that someone's got to tell them the rules <laughs> and Ryan's like what are the rules and drinks his milk box out of his straw <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then in that shot, in that shot, there's a sign behind him for for callbacks. Good luck or something. Wow. These other members of the drama club are really proactive in like getting the word out there on on the development of the the club. Yeah. Well, especially for callbacks. Usually that's kind of like an interior thing, not like a school wide thing. I did want to say one more thing about callbacks because we didn't talk about the um, the uh, the sheet that the callbacks are posted. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get. We get the names of the roles that we kind of already knew. What, what were they? Because I didn't Arnold know Arnold and Minnie. 
Arnold and Minnie. Yeah, we already talked about those, but I don't know where that was mentioned before. Uh, it was, Darvis was talking about it when, right before they went on, Sharpay and Ryan went on to like show what the audition was like. Okay. And then a little bit further down the page, it's, it says the role of incre- the incredible Mr. Shane, spelled S-C-H-A-I-N, which is a role that I want to know more about. If that's kind of like the lead secondary role. Do you think Alan is go- going the callback for that? Well, no. So here, because the first couple times you see the sheet, you can't see the person who got a callback for it. But in this case, but then like the third time you actually can, it scrolls down just a little bit and it's Scott Arneman. Hmm. Do we, do you remember who that was? Because I couldn't off the top of my head, but you kind of had a better sense of. No, there isn't any, unless it was the weird kid who didn't have a name. We didn't come across anyone with that name. What about the dancing kid? Oh, who, could like, have been fell. him. We also didn't have a name for him. All right. Who knows? It's hard to say. Yeah. I don't believe it would be the dancing kid, though, just because like the incredible Mr. Shane sounds a bit like a hokey magic man. And if we're thinking this movie is called or this play is called Tinseltown or is it Twinkletown? I think it's Twinkle. (laughs) We're so Um, bad at this. (laughs) uh, It's something else that's neither Twinkle or Tinsel, I think. I'm flipping back in my notes to see if I've got it written down anywhere because I know we've talked about this multiple times now. I'm rewinding. Oh, that's a better idea. Because it's on the sign behind Troy and Gabriella. Oh, it is Twinkletown. So Twinkletown. Uh, Twinkletown with an E. Yeah. So Towny. 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 So the Incredible Mr. Shane. I have like the feeling he's like like he seems like one of those hokey magician types. Like, but I mean, inc- hokey magician type in musicals. Okay, in Cats, the magical Mr. Mistopheles oh, is gosh. an incredible dancer. That's kind of the point of the role. So that's what I'm saying. So you're saying that this is actually cats they're performing no i'm saying it could be highly derived from cats okay (laughs) even 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 just the name incredible mr shane like you know it's close enough to magical mr mistopheles yeah oh yeah yeah i mean those last names are definitely related (laughs) or or talented mr ripley i don't know there's only so many adjective mr names out it out there fantastic mr fox there we go oh got it Perfect. Hey, I've got another fantastic Mr. Fox reference for you. Oh my gosh, me too. Is it the hip hop? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down too. Yeah, so um, Sharpay and the drama club are kind of at this table, kind of up on a balcony above the main lunchroom. Yeah. Um, so presumably there's kind of like some extra tables up there. And she walks over to gaze down at her domain, a la Pride Rock, um, as mentioned before. And as she gets there, right, she puts her arms kind of on this uh, railing and then she does a hip pop to like really like assert her <laughs> herself. Yeah. I have a question before we finish this, though. And in going along with Ryan, what are the rules? So what do we think the rules are that Sharpay is referring to? The rules of Drama Club are A, Sharpay no is in charge. I didn't hear what you said. I said Sharpay is in charge. Oh, I said no one talks about Drama Club. That's that's very clever. Thank you. How's that working out for you, being clever? You know, not too bad. Most of the time, I'm pretty good. That was a secondary Fight Club reference. Less uh, less popular line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Sharpay is in charge. Uh, Whoever's two. the lead gets to decorate the dressing room. <laughs> sure. Uh, she's very hung three. up. Like, this is not the first time she's talked about the dressing room color. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't there a line earlier about painting the dressing room? Yes. She's very <laughs> hung up. Rule three is... Ryan's allowed to wear hats. All, all in, nobody quits. 
I don't know. I think it's kind of like, yeah, it's the rules are about like being exclusive. Like once you're in the club, you're in the club and you have to exclude people who aren't in the club, something like that. Yeah, this is an exclusive click and you better be sucking up appropriately. Yeah. I also like Kelsey's kind of like looking at Ryan. They like share eye contact and they're like, this yeah, is Yeah, she nuts. does like a, like a half smile, like confused smirk. Yeah. Who are these other people at the table with them? They're, they're other drama club people, presumably. But Maybe there, they were none some... of them are people I recognize from the auditions, not like the other auditioners, but like even like the background, like set people. Yeah, I don't know. But also, is this the same day? I'm just throwing it out there because all of so Kelsey, Ryan and Sharpay are all wearing different outfits than the auditions. I think it's OK to assume that it's the next day. And Chad also seems to be wearing a different outfit. Yeah, that's a safe assumption. But OK, I, I guess I'll have to wait on for right, a it's like lunch weeks. the next day. No, I'll just have to wait a couple weeks to to finish out this thought. But like, <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I was getting ready for the next couple of weeks, and a, a line from a future minute popped into my head during watching for this minute again. So yeah. Did you see the the the, the art in the background uh, hanging on the wall? It's kind of these like red and white reliefs almost because they're like they. That whatever's in focus is either in red or white. They're kind of checkered squares. And on one side is like A-E-I-O-U. And then on the other side is like these math symbols. One of them's a big omega. And then in the middle, there's like a, a map of the world. And that's kind of on the wall behind like the big downstairs lunch area. And then it, when we turn and see behind the drama table, there's actually another one. And it's like this kind of the same thing, but it's got like arts art symbolism on one side. It's kind of these cool art pieces that I would imagine aren't. I, I mean, it's it. I don't know. It's hard to really tell if they were something that's already in East High or something that they kind of built for the built for the movie to kind of add more atmosphere. I did not notice them, but it it could go either way. Based on how you're describing it, it kind of sounds like something like an art, like a collective mural project in some ways. It's not. It's definitely professionally made. But I also think it maybe it's trying to re. Oh, no, no, no. I'm looking at them now. Those are super cool. Um. Yeah, that's really neat. My guess is it's probably made for the film because I would not expect to see something like that in a in a like a a school, a like school. just a regular school. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was like very caught up in looking at those. Those are really neat. Also, I'm wondering if they are serving the purpose of dividing, like all the arts people are up near the art mural thing, wall decoration. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not you know the uh, well, and then for the like. Where the sport people are sitting in the cafeteria, there's a big wildcat banner, like the sports banner behind them. And then the smart people are kind of near that one. I I think that's a bit of a stretch. Eh. Okay, we should probably end this episode and, you know, just get to talking about the next minute in the next episode. Yeah. Alrighty, where can people find us on the internet? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email at AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, send us, send us an email about um, what the rules for for not, not Fight Club, Drama Club are. <laughs> they could be synonymous. Yeah. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra. I've been Tyler. And we'll catch you next time for some musical action. Will there be singing? Will there be dancing? You can bet on it.